0: How is new Auburn quarterback Peyton Thorne adjusting to Hugh Freeze and Philip Montgomery's offense? We hear from him directly on today's Locked on Auburn. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Very special guest joining us today. We'll get into it. It's Auburn quarterback, Peyton Thorne. Peyton, thank you for your time, man. Really, really appreciate it. So, you left a pretty good situation in Michigan State, multiple year starter to, to come and play for Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers. I mean, y- you had to kind of see a, a really cool situation as far as what Freeze was pitching uh, once you entered the portal. What did that conversation initially look like?
1: Yeah, you know, when I came down on my visit uh, to Auburn, I was actually on my way back from uh, my best friend or one of my very best friend, uh, his draft party, Jaden Reed. Yeah. Uh, he, he just got drafted to the Packers and so it was a, a stop along the way and I was I was here pretty much all day Uh got to meet a lot of the coaches uh, Coach Montgomery obviously Coach Freeze and uh, we had a lot of time to talk and a lot of time to meet and it was all great stuff and just listening you know the more time that me and my dad spent at Auburn the more you know the better it got so it was it was awesome talking with Coach Freeze and just learning about his philosophy as a head coach, his philosophy as an offensive coach, and just how he runs his program and then also how he runs his offense. You know, it
0: was, it was all great. I mean, he's had a lot of success with quarterbacks, Peyton. I mean, there's, there's no other way to, to really shake it. I mean, I'm sure that was a big part of your decision is to play for, for Coach Freeze and based off of what he's done in the past.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, looking at um, his track record with quarterbacks and also pairing that with Coach Montgomery's quarterbacks that he's worked with you know that was very intriguing and it's uh it's great to look at and it's it's great to learn from and, and to be with those two guys that um you know have been around and developed really good quarterbacks you know it's definitely is something that you can trust obviously you can trust them and what what information they have and what they're giving and you know I'm just looking to soak it all up of what you know they're displaying to me and what, what they have to say to me and I'm really excited to, to really get going with them once uh, this summer progresses
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's only so much you can do. I mean, y'all can't do team stuff or anything like that, but I assume you're all in that playbook. I mean, it seems like um, scheme and X's and O's is something that you're really interested in. As a quarterback, what's that process been like as far as just getting into the playbook and, you know, you kind of got to wait till fall till you can really, really run it?
1: Yeah, it's been good. Um, You know, I got the whole playbook when I got here. Mm -hmm. Uh, got all the installs and so just going through it and, um, you know, trying to get very familiar with it and, and be able to draw up the plays is the first step, I believe. Okay. Uh, and then once you're able to draw everything up and draw the formations, all the motions and all that, then you can take a deeper dive into that and, and really figure out the details of each play. And, you know, the little things that, you know, being in an offense for three years, like I was, you know, you pick up on stuff over that course of time. And and so that's why people talk about, you know, quarterbacks that have, uh, that have experience in an offense, you know, there's, there's stuff you learn. And so right now I'm just trying to bang out the X's and O's of like, you know, draw the plays. And then after that, now you take a deeper dive into the fine details of each play and then watching as much film as I can to pick up on things that, you know, I'd pick up after a year or two or three of running this offense, you know? And so, um, I do have experience of uh, playing, and so there's definitely some carryover yeah. to one offense to another, and that's kind of pretty much anywhere. And so uh, I'm gonna bring the things that you know I've learned that apply to our playbook too, and then mm-hmm. you know try to uh, have that um, you know speed things up a little bit. But you know it's going well so far; it's been great. Uh, I've gotten to meet with with the coaches a decent amount, sure, and um, you know feel like I've already learned a lot.
0: Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong on this but I mean, it seems like there's going to be more RPO in this system than than what you ran previously. Is that something that, that excites you or is that just kind of a fan term that we all kind of throw around and that's kind of overblown?
1: Yeah. You know, there's definitely an element of uh, fans yeah. and commentators calling everything an RPO, even though uh, <laughs> right. a lot of the times it's not, you know, so <laughs> I love that. I love but, that. But yeah, you know, that is a big part of this offense uh, with coach freeze and coach Montgomery. So Um, I am excited about that. I feel like that's uh, one of the strengths of my game. And uh, obviously I'm looking to improve it uh, as time goes on as well. Sure. Uh, But, you know, just learning the ins and out of our run game here. And then, you know, obviously that is part of RPO is, is how we block things. And so um, most of it is stuff that uh, I've done in terms of the, you know, the run game, there's definitely different wrinkles that I'm learning and I really want to get sharp with, Mm -hmm. uh, but then, yeah, just the RPO stuff and, and, you know, us figuring out who we're reading, who we got our eyes on, uh, what our rules are for, you know, when we're going to decide uh, to go ahead and pull it, when we're giving it, you know, all that stuff is uh, is all stuff that I'll be learning here uh, yeah. shortly and stuff that I already have started learning with with, with Coach.
0: Yeah, so I'm mean, obviously the transfer portal has changed college athletics for forever, and I think for the good but the timing of year that you and a lot of now your teammates came in with that second transfer portal window is kind of interesting, right? Cause spring's behind you. And now fall is usually when you start kind of installing stuff for the season. But a lot of the guys that we're projecting that you're going to be throwing a lot of passes to, you know, with hooks and Jair shorter and, you know, some of these other guys that came in, like they're coming in the same time as you. So w- what are those conversations like? Do you guys feel a little pressure to to throw a little bit more against air and, and kind of go over routes a little bit more? What, what all does that look like?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really just trying to throw with everybody right now.
0: Yeah, sure, uh, sure.
1: With all with all the receivers and obviously the new guys, uh, same same thing. And, and meeting with those guys and you know the new guys and the guys that have been here. You know, there's a couple of guys that uh, haven't been here for long either, but they've been here longer than I have. And and the new sure. receivers, so uh really just working all together and and trying to figure out who uh likes what you know what type of routes this guy's gonna be running versus this guy you know all that stuff it's stuff you learn or you try to learn as quick as possible and so uh you know i feel like i'm working differently with different guys on Mm -hmm. on certain things but you know i feel like we're all working to uh to really get that timing down really get familiar with each other and how a receiver likes to break out his routes, how he likes to, uh, catch a deep ball where, where he wants it put down there and then just kind of working all that different stuff, you know, with guys with different speeds. And so, uh, for me, everybody's new, you know, I haven't thrown with anybody. So, um, you know, I feel like for me, I, I'm treating all of them pretty similar, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of indifferent for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, how different is each receiver? And I'm sure it varies from place to place and, and all of that. But I mean, you mentioned a lot of little details that I'm sure most people don't even think about, right? Like, where, when do they want it? Where do they want it? How's, how do they come out of, a, you know, breaking out of their route? I mean, how different are all of these guys? And is that kind of something where you're constantly like working on mental notes? It's like, okay, this guy likes this. You know, up oh, I'm throwing a so-and-so now. I need to put it here. What is, I mean, that, that, that sounds like a process.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. You know, you can't just hop in and and go play in the game with some receivers you don't know, you know, that's not going to work. It takes time and that's over the summer and, uh, you know, week to week, different things, different concepts. And so, um, you know, for example, some guys are faster than other guys, that's, that's just how it is. So, um, if I'm throwing a deep ball to one guy that can fly, I'm gonna have to let it go a little bit earlier than a guy who maybe isn't as fast. You know, Mm -hmm. one guy might be a big body receiver who, you know, isn't going to be running a four three. So I can wait a little bit or, You know, it might be more of a a jump ball, you know, back shoulder type deal. So um, those are things you learn throughout the summer. Yeah, Uh, You learn, you know, different cuts. You know, there's a speed cut, there's a square cut, there's a, you know, work at the top type cut. Um, Mm -hmm. And so you work together with that. You know, some guys like to do one thing, but the play is going to require them to do something else. So you work through that. Uh, You let guys know when the ball is going to be coming to them. Sometimes it's right out of the break. Sometimes they're the last option on the progression. So you can work a little bit more at the top of your route or throughout your route. There's a ton of details that go into it that people don't really know on the outside. But, you know, those are the things that you have to kind of fine tune and just communicate with your receivers. The receiver communicating with you as a quarterback on certain things. And so it's kind of just a conversation that you have uh, throughout the summer and then throughout the season, too.
0: Yeah, and and I'm sure those conversations are – super detailed and, and i'm sure everybody's on the same page that talking to some of your teammates that have been at auburn for a while it seems like this group of guys that hugh freeze has assembled they all seem to be on the same page and really really want the same thing and not just kind of walking out and saying hey we want to go 12 and 0 but it seems to be a different vibe with, with you guys and what's going on in the locker room is that is that something that you've picked up and noticed
1: yeah i mean that's good to hear but uh you know, for me to be honest, I, I don't really know what the last uh, I understand yeah that's season fair. was like and stuff like that. You know, I've heard from guys about what you know last season was like and stuff like that, but um, obviously I wasn't in it, so I don't really sure. totally know. I can't give a a super good perspective on that, but but yeah, I mean, I know the guys are excited. I know they're really excited about Coach Freeze and and all the new coaches and new staff that are here and the new offense. I know they're excited about that, and mm-hmm. you know that's been something I've definitely picked up on while I've been here.
0: We'll continue our conversation with Peyton in just a moment, but got to tell you about our friends at bird dogs. They are the most comfortable pair of shorts ever created. I'm wearing them right now. They make you look good. They've got that bird dog stretch khaki short design. They fit slimmer through the thigh. They give you that sculpted sculpted look. And there are so many different ways or places, I should say, that you can wear bird dogs. They're extremely versatile. You can wear them anywhere. And sometimes you forget how nice you look and you just get complimented all the time. Folks, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. So seriously, though, check them out. They're very versatile. Um, you can work out at them. You can, I don't know, do, any, do anything you want in these bird dog shorts. So head over to birddogs.com slash locked on college and enter promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That promo code is locked on college, all one word. And seriously, I think the biggest compliment I can give these shorts is my wife loves them. So once again, head over to birddogs.com slash locked on college and use that promo code locked on college. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you Peyton. When you look at uh, this leadership, the role that kind of naturally comes with being a quarterback. What's that been like in regards to trying to build bonds and connections with as many people as possible? I mean, obviously a lot of guys play uh, play college football and are on a college football roster. And I'm sure you've got to spend more time with your receivers and your tight ends and your running backs and your offensive line, because that's the nature of it. But you know, as far as you just kind of extending that reach of being the leader that that you were previously at your previous stop and now here at Auburn, how much time are you putting into that?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a big part of it. Uh, getting here later than uh, normal is definitely, you know, you you try to speed up that process and, you know, the, the first step is kind of just learning everybody's name. You know, yeah. you're when you're walking through the halls, you don't want to walk past somebody and not know their name, you know, so – Trying to learn everybody's name as quick as possible, whether that be players, you know, or or just support staff too. Sure, um, you know, so all that uh, you you try to learn as quick as possible. But then you, the first step is like relationships. You can't go in and try to, you know, get on somebody if you don't know them. You know, if you if you try to gather somebody or you know, try to challenge somebody or something like that. You don't know anything about them or you don't even know their name. You know, Mm -hmm. nobody's going to respond very well to that. So uh, for me, just trying to uh, build relationships and and real relationships, you know, not just fake, you know, relationships to try to make it seem like you're, you know, a good guy or something. I don't know. But just trying to get to know these guys, trying to get to know uh, what they like to do outside of football and hanging out. Cause obviously I'm new, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know the area too well. Um, so just kind of learning about guys, learning about their family, learning about where they're from, and, um, you know, just hanging out. And so that's uh-huh. that's a good part of the summer is you got time to hang out, uh, just chill sometimes, and, and get to know guys. So I said that's right. a big part of it. And then, you know, everything, everything goes from there. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so that'll definitely be building as time goes on. But uh, first and foremost, just getting comfortable with the guys and, and getting to know guys and building relationships.
0: Sure. So, I mean, it's impossible for you to fully answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. As far as what you're expecting, you've got several years under your belt playing in the Big Ten. Now the SEC, how big of a difference do you expect that to be?
1: Yeah, I definitely expect it to be different. Um, You know, down here in the South, uh, people love football, and they love football more than they do, you know, back up, uh, you know, in kind of Big Ten country where I grew up, you know. The Big Ten loves football too, but um, and, you know Michigan State they love football too, and uh, but but it's different down here. You know everybody loves football and they love Saturdays. It's a huge event. Uh, people plan their schedules around the football season. You know it's oh, yeah. it's a big deal, and so it's definitely different. And I'd be uh, dumb to tell you that it's not. And so I know it's different, and I'm excited about that. I'm really excited to be down here and and get to learn more about it. You know, my whole life I grew up watching uh, sec football, along with big 10 football being where I'm from. But, um, you know, I remember watching the sec on CBS when I was like five years old on my, sure, uh, you know, on trips with my dad to go watch him play and, or his team play and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm really excited to be here and I'm excited to, to see everything that comes with it.
0: Yeah. It's kind of funny, you know, at Michigan state, you guys had two huge rivals with, with, uh, with Ohio state and Michigan, uh, two teams that are consistently in the college football playoff up to this point. And so now you come to a school whose biggest rivals are also consistently in the, the college football playoff with Alabama and Georgia. So, I mean, it, it's very clear that you have no issue going up against the best programs throughout the country. Is that something that's exciting to you when you look at it and say, I'm really going to get to go against the best every single year as long as I'm at Auburn?
1: Yeah, for sure. hundred percent, you know, that's, uh, the competition down here is the best. Um, you know, I feel like in the, uh, big 10 East, you know, I felt, um, uh, for a while and before I was even there that that's, you know, the second best division in football. And now, you know, I feel like I'm yeah. playing or I know I'm playing in the best division of football. And so, um, getting to play this competition is, is really exciting and, uh, just getting to compete with my teammates, you know, day in and day out too, is really exciting. And, uh, Getting to see new players and, and new athletes, uh, it's going to be really fun. And, and uh, getting to you know, challenge those guys and obviously them challenge me um, is going to be great. And so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the competition down here and uh, the great teams that we're going to play against.
0: Everybody always wants me to ask when I get players on what their favorite restaurant is in town. I know you haven't been here long, but have you had any positive experiences so far? You've been like, you know what, I could definitely eat here again.
1: Uh, yeah. Like you said, I haven't been many places at all, Sure, but, uh, my first like week down here, I went to Moe's barbecue. I'm pretty sure it's called, I know it's called Moe's. I think it's yeah. Moe's barbecue. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they, they treat us really nice over there and, uh, the food was great. So, sure. uh, so far that that's probably my, my number one spot so far. That, it's that a good was spot. Good.
0: That's a good spot. That's one of my wife's favorites for sure. So we go there, we go there a good bit. That's great. I've heard you're I've heard you're really into golf. How's your golf game? If you weren't a quarterback, would you be a golfer?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I could say I'd be a, a golfer. I'm definitely not good enough to be playing uh, any type of serious golf. But um, I say my number two sport was probably baseball growing up, and I was oh yeah, basketball, but uh, but I love golf. Yeah, I love golf. I haven't been playing nearly as much down here as I did say last summer, uh, sure. and that's really just kind of the you know the circumstances. I'm at the facility, you know most of the day and then you know trying to learn everything you know take care of my body all that so uh the priorities are definitely uh are definitely different right now so i haven't been playing as much but um i think my handicap right now is like a like a six point something i finished last year a little bit lower than that but i have not not, i've been very up and down this year to say the least so i don't I i don't know what golfer i'm gonna be day to day right now
0: sure i get it i get it uh, what are your expectations in regards to you know seeing a very excited, very lit up Jordan-Hare stadium this year? I mean, you get to play Georgia at home. You get to play Alabama at home, both of the Mississippi schools at home. I mean, there's going to be some really, really electric environments that you're going to get to play in this year.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, everything I've heard is great things. Um, people, you know, I've had many people tell me that uh, this is the loudest stadium in the sec. And so, yeah. uh, you know, I can't wait to to see it rocking and, and just to feel what it's like. And so, um, I can't wait, you know, I've heard nothing but great things about this environment and our fans and I'm excited to uh, get to meet them soon. Yeah.
0: Payton, thank you so much for your time, man. I won't keep you any longer. Really, really appreciate it. And, uh, best of luck this summer and, uh, and fall brother. I
1: appreciate it. Thank you. I'll talk to you later.
0: Great stuff from Peyton. I want to chime in on some of the things that he said in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. I want to encourage you to join the Locked On Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. There's a few things that I really, really liked about what he said and I guess how he said it. Um, you can definitely tell he's still taking in a lot of information because there's a lot of information to take in, but also how genuine he's being or appears to be with all of the relationships that he talked about building throughout this locker room. And I love that he even highlighted like the support staff as well because there's so many different guys and, and, and gals that, that really allow a football program like Auburn in the SEC to run. And so he sees the importance of that and the importance of everybody. I loved his comment about, about how you don't want to walk past somebody in the hall and not know their name and so I think that was really really cool I also loved his comment about you know the differences in the offenses or lack thereof rather because that's something that I was a little interested in because it looks different like Hugh Freeze's offense looks different but I'm sure there's a lot of crossover between what he's going to do at Auburn this year and what he did in Michigan State over the last few seasons. And I mean, he's right. Look, we all call everything an RPO these days, like everything, which is kind of funny. And so I love that he kind of called that out and said, "He you goes, know, not everything's an RPO. Sometimes it just looks like it, but that's not necessarily, you know, what all goes into that. And so I loved, love that he highlighted that. But I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing that stood out, I think across the entire interview was how detailed he is when talking about really anything I mean as far as studying the playbook or what all he liked about Hugh Freese and Philip Montgomery's offense or really just kind of the process in general in the transfer portal and I mean even breaking down that his favorite wings were from Moes. I mean he just seems to be extremely detailed and he's thinking about the things that he's saying I mean, like even the handicap question in regards to golf. Like he, I didn't ask for that. I just asked, you know, if he liked golf and if he'd be a golfer if he was a quarterback. And so the ability to give extra details shows me that he one pays attention to details, but I think he cares about the process of things. And that's something that I've heard from some of his teammates that have only been around him for a short amount of time. And it stood out to me in our conversation today. This is our first time ever chatting. And so that's what you want in a quarterback right? Because I mean, especially a guy that's going to come in a little bit later in the process, it, the whole, you know, every little detail matters. Like him talking about the next step of him learning the playbook was being able to draw out every single play instead of just kind of knowing what's on the piece of paper, but actually be able to orchestrate it and kind of put it on, you know, either, either, you know, pen to paper or marker to dry a board or whatever it may be. I love that process. And I think that attention to detail is something that any successful quarterback needs, especially with how late he's come into the process. And so he's going to have to hit the ground running in fall camp. Cause look, I mean, let's just be honest here. He's, he's going to have to win the job from Robbie, you know, who, who has been, uh, who's been on campus, different system, but he still got to learn the system uh, in spring as much as you can learn an offense in one spring session. So, Uh, I just think the way that he carried himself was was impressive. And we've kind of talked about that over the last few weeks throughout the show, where his personality has really kind of allowed him to do all of that. But all in all, I really enjoyed everything that Peyton shared with us on the show today. If you liked it, please click that subscribe button. Would really, really appreciate it. As we are over 11,000 subscribers, and we are still climbing. Really, really appreciate that. And we're going to have breakdowns of Thorne and some of the things that he said, as well as other things um, happening over at AuburnDaily.com. That is our website where you can find all of uh, my written work. And look, we've got uh, recruiting content coming. There are certainly some recruiting news that happened yesterday, but I really wanted to get this interview out with Bryce Kane committing to the Auburn Tigers. We will talk about him tomorrow, as well as react to Auburn's 2024 scheduled uh, opponents, rather, that will appear Um, We will learn those Wednesday night as well. So Daryl and I will react to all the recruiting news and Auburn future opponent news on tomorrow's show. Once again, appreciate your time as always. Thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen. And we will see you tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn.